This is Comic Picks by the Click. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Click. Hey, Jason Click, are you keeping cool in this hot damn weather? I am trying, especially where we are now, where it's like 117 on Friday. But it's marginally cooler these last couple of days because it's um, but just just over 100 now. Yeah, that means pretty much you're staying inside for the most part, like a rainy day on the in other parts of the country. So does that mean you have some new material for us tonight? Yes, I am trying to keep cool by reading about the latest Avengers event series, specifically Avengers No Surrender which is meant to tie a bow on this most recent um, history uh, history of Avengers titles before Jason Aaron comes in to um, do his own um, solo stint on the on the main title. So so um, prior to No Surrender, we we had um, three different Avengers titles. Um, we had um, um, Uncanny Avengers by um, Jim Zub, which is the, about the Unity team, um, led by Rogue, which is which is a which is made up of um, regular superheroes working together with mutants, with a few Inhumans thrown in for good measure. Um, we also had Avengers Unleashed, which was um, meant to be the um, main Avengers title written by Mark Wade, and then um, like um, New Avengers, which eventually merged morphed into U.S. Avengers by by Al Ewing, which is basically meant to chronicle the uh, adventures of um, Roberto da Costa's um, um, team, which was which is um, formed when he bought. Um, um, advanced ideas mechanics and started running them running them themselves if you'll recall um the third volume of new avengers was one of my favorite titles from last year just because of how it perfectly represented the uh the uh, i love it when a plan comes together school of superhero plotting um it's like it's like that i, that I love to see in these in these ty- in these series is um u.s avenger series has been has been um, not quite as fun, but still, but still really enjoyable. So, um, but you know, having read um, both, um, oh, I also acknowledge that there was also um, Occupy Avengers from from David Walker, which was um, doing a uh, more street level, um, like um, like like um, Common Man, like interpretation of Avengers featuring Hawkeye and um, like and Red and Red Wolf, which um, well, I mentioned this because they show up in this too. But um, but unfortunately, um, Walker wasn't invited to participate for what for whatever reason. Probably because the uh, the series sold sweet fuck all. Um, sad sad as it that reasoning may be, but there but there you go. Um, over but um, but no surrender like was a uh, weekly series that ran for ran, that ran for 16, 16 issues, and basically tied, tied a nice bow on all these. It's like on all these titles by bringing bringing all teams together to face a threat that that needed them to come together. What threat is that you ask? Well, it's because the Earth has been stolen. That's right. It's like so the series starts off low key enough with um, Living Lightning um, trying to um, busting up a uh, a uh, car like a car theft ring. Like the series like soon k- kicks into high gear with the um, Earth like experiencing lots of different lots of major. Um, like disturbances, only to find out, or for all the heroes to realize that it's been yanked out of its orbit by forces unknown. Said forces are the um, the combined efforts of um, the Grandmaster and his um, competitor, um, the Challenger. Now, uh, the Grandmaster, those of you may know his name, he's one of the um, um, great cosmic entities that helps that, that runs things in the Marvel Universe. Now, the Challenger. We don't know who he is, but we're going to find out that he's got a major bone to pick with the Grandmaster. 
now and the thing is that they've um decided like hey you know like in order to settle our beef we're gonna we're gonna use um this one planet this thwarted um cosmic um schemes like like time time again earth as our battleground so in order to determine who is like like who is the best um like for once and for all it's like i'm gonna like um they've they've assembled their respective teams like um with the uh the Grandmaster is running a new version of the Lethal Legion, made up of mostly of new characters and revamped versions of old ones, um, like like from characters in the past. While the uh, cha- while the Challenger is fielding the Black Order, um, which those you may recall are are Thanos's um, like partners in crime from like from Jonathan Hickman's um, run on the Avengers title and the Infinity crossover. He's also got um, one other member of his team. But we'll get to that in a bit because it's because it's kind of like because it's kind of special. Now it's like now um, while the uh, it's like while you think that okay it's like so putting all these um, these guys against the this, these two teams against like you know the combined might of everyone on all the Avengers teams on Earth that's not a problem. Well, turns out that that in um, like swiping Earth out of out of its orbit they like half. In doing so, um, they've also frozen um, like half of the inhabitants as well. So you've only got um, most of the main main members of each of these three Avengers teams. In addition to their great one of the greatest founding members, um, Voyager, Valerie Vector, the teleporter who um, who joined the Avengers like was a, from the from the very start, like and has been and was one of their like um, key members um, up until her disappearance up until Avengers number seventy. Now, if you're wondering, wait, wait a second. No, the founding members of the Avengers were were Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, um, like um, and it's like like the Wa and the Wasp. But where's this Voyager person coming from? Well, that's the uh, that's one of the mysteries that the series has has tied up has set up for us. Because sure, it's like um, we know that Voyager like has never um, been seen before this the series, but everyone else, well. They certainly remember her as one of the founding members of, like, of the of the Avengers and one of its greatest members up until, up until its disappearance. Um, now, in addition to that, they've all. Um, there's also the fact that Jarvis has um, fallen, like their um, th- their loyal butler has fallen um, prey to some sort of like a- like um, a- like um, alien malady, which is said to um, have been contracted uh, due to his years um, in proximity to their. Like to their many adventure, like adventures, so like there's a lot on the plate here. It's like so aside from like you know dealing with like Earth's dis- like Earth being stolen as part of a grand cosmic game, like and um having um two su- different supervillain teams, um like competing to to uh pr- in order to um who's, determine who's going to be the winner here. You also got these subplots about Voyager and Jarvis to deal with as well. So I will say that you know like the series definitely hits the ground running and gets off to like a really like it's like a really exciting exciting start that that really it's like that really draws you in into this conflict it's like even as this even as it's revealed to be basically a hunt mcguffin because they've got to uh because it turns out in order to win this conflict each team has to come in contact with this thing these things called um different pyramids which is basically hey you know you touch it your um teamer disappears and your team gets a point so there you go. It's like I said, it's a big old Hunt the MacGuffin event. And, um, you know, it's like, it's, it's not bad over, 
overall. I mean, it's like my main complaint for the series is that after it gets off to this like great start with some fantastic art from Pepe Larraz, who um, really gives the series like a, like a big, it's like some real some real energy from the start. It's like it does kind of like um like sag a bit in the middle as it as you get to having all these um like like you know just like lots of them like superheroes like speechifying um, bad guys um, monologuing and it's like and that kind of thing that kind of stuff lots of and lots of fighting as well which you know it's like the art's nice but it's like it's still just kind of superhero superhero stuff i mean it's like the raz doesn't give it energy kim jacinto um, worships at the altar of uh, oliver Koypel. sean izakase does a nice um pinch hit for one issue and paco medina offers his bit for um like for like twi- um for the um like for the, near the back through it as well like that's it it's good superhero art but it's like is it um is it exciting enough to like make all this like uh fighting and like speechifying like engaging uh honestly not not really i mean it's like it's fine it's not bad but it's not but it doesn't like you know like grab me it's like you know after a while it's like it's that these ser- things do pick up in- interest as the series goes on. Once we, it's like, um, like as as some um mysteries start paying off, which is the the con the conflict between the uh, the Grandmaster and the Challenger. When we find out um just what just um just who the um it's like the Challenger's ace in the hole here, and surprise, it's the Hulk. But it turns out that hey, you know, it's like we all knew that the Hulk was coming back, of course. And um, you will too, as soon as um, they start hinting at it. And um, well, of course, like you know, he's also got his new series, The Immortal Hulk, out as well. But it's, but um, it's pitched in a, in a really interesting fashion here, in in a way that basically, um, like kind of like it says that the gulf between Bruce Banner and the Hulk is now wider than ever. And it actually makes a good, and honestly, like the, uh, the way the, um, the Hulk is pitched here does make a good case for Al Ewing's. Um, like immortal Hulk, um, series, um, series as well. So I did like that. I did like the, um, revelation of like, of who Voyager actually was and how she ties into the, to the main series. It's like, and, and to be honest, like, I wouldn't mind seeing her, seeing her back again. It's like, I don't know how that'll ever happen, but you know, but there you go. And it's like, in the end, it's like, you know, there's also lots of rah-rah. It's like, you know, like, we're, we beat the bad guys because we work together as a team. We're Avengers. So, you know, it's it's fun. I mean, um, for, like, for a, as a $50 collection of 16 issues of Avengers, like, you know, teamwork and fan service, I think it was, I think it was just, I think it was fine. It's like, um, maybe you want to wait for the um, softcover collection of this to really appreciate it, but and I was like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it well enough to like to, to buy it, to buy it as is, and also for forty five percent off from cheapgraphicnovels.com. There you go. Um, um, other issues include the fact that uh, you know it's like while I I like the gra- um the, like the Black Order as villains, they um you get the feeling that they were kind of brought in here because of their because they were going to be featured in um Infinity War, um like when it when it came out. But um, they, their characters in here, like they're kind of like more hissing bad guys than the um, eloquent, like like the eloquent grandstanders that they were for when they were introduced by Jonathan Hickman. In fact, um, their um, chief manipulator um, Ebony Maw just kind of like just gets hit 
and um, knocked out immediately as soon as he's it's like whenever he gets like chance to take say anything. Um, and also, I guess my biggest disappointment with the series was the fact that the spirit of um, new of um, Al Ewing's New Avengers and U.S. Avengers never really shined through over the course of the series. Um, like his his imaginative plotting just never really um, came through here, and and his script writing, like there are parts of it where I could tell, yeah, this is him, like um, handling things, especially the bit towards the end where where um where Robert DaCosta um says that hey, hey here's my time to do something like really it's like really silly and silly and out of character and um, powers up to um help save the world along with Hercules it's like and that like I said that that was cool it's like but like I said for me like those two those titles were like were kind of like my favorite of this current incarnation of Aven- Avengers and to see them really get the short shrift here well the characters definitely um had a lot of had of those titles had a lot of big role to play here but just like the uh, the spirit and like the overall um freshness of of ewing's um writing never really um came through here i mean like um mark wade who i think is is a great like is a great writer when he's left to his own devices um he he kind of feels like he was more in charge here than any than anyone else like he was you know setting things up and like um and I'm t- and towing the line as far as, as setting setting things up as far as like how the story projected because like it's worth noting that um that uh, he that Wade is like the one writer here who's worked on a weekly series the Great Fifty Two from DC Comics and so like he he I think it was, I can't remember if it was him or one of the other people who acknowledged that um that people were looking at him like okay this is a weekly series so how are we gonna do this. Mark, you've done this before. How would you like? What 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 are we supposed to do here? So that's that might have been how things worked out. I mean, and I know this because that this is mentioned in the um, end of after issue um, editorials from each like like from either like the the writers or the editors who talk about how like how the series came together, which I really like, and I would love to see more series um like handle as far as as far as these things go. So, so yeah, it's like that. So that was good. It's like, I, it's like, I enjoyed it. Um, was there anything else that I, that I wanted, that I wanted to say about this? I don't know. It's like, I guess, like I said, um, no avenger, no surrender really. Um, like I said, it's a, uh, it's, 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 it's a decent enough wrap up to this. Uh, like, um, it, it's this era of Avengers. And I appreciate the fact that Marvel, you know, like, like, like did give us like a like a big wrap up for this. Like you know, instead of just like saying, "Okay, you guys are done," like um, trying to make way for the new guy. It's like they um they decided to make a big event out of the whole thing, and you know, even if it's more conventional than not, it's like I still appreciate the fact that you know, like they just they at least put their best put had all, the writers of all three series come together to put their best foot forward to send this whole thing out on. It's like on a bit on on a big high note, so so that's that's definitely pre- appreciative. If you if you've read one or two or even th- all three of these series, then uh, the more of them you've read, the more you're going to want to pick pick this up because, like I said, it's the end of the event, end of this of a specific era of Avengers titles. It, even if it wasn't the best, you know, it's like it was still you know it's like comp- competent enough to to 
have to have me appreciate the note that it, that it went down on. Like I said, but like, do you need to go and buy this hardcover right now, or would you rather should you wait until the softcover edition that will probably be I don't know maybe ten or fifteen bucks cheaper? Eh, I don't know. I guess it depends on how passionate you feel about this. Personally, I'm I was fine with getting the hardcover at a deep discount. Everyone else, yeah, maybe just wait for the, for the soft cover. I don't know. So, John, I don't know. It's like any uh, thoughts on your end about all this? Uh, wait, when was this published? Just came out about a week ago. Oh, okay, all right. So they decided to throw the old Grandmaster back in. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like I remember. It's like he what like th- we did mention about talk about him briefly when um. Because like Thanos had to grab one of the Infinity Gems from him prior to the Infinity Gauntlet, so which all of it like Thanos Quest was was a more interesting read than than this one because it's more like you know tactical in its thinking. But you know, like I said, this one, like I said, it's fine. It's fine for what it is and a, and a decent value for the page to uh, cover price ratio. All right. Well, you know what you're going to talk about next time. Uh, unless I can find some way to talk myself out of it, I'm going to do the um, sitcom that um, walks like a serialized series. Uh, that's be Princess Jellyfish. So, unless I can talk myself out of it. So, there you go. All right. We'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Later. Bye.